0: Welcome to Community Center, a show that features people in the community doing good things. Now here are your hosts, Debbie O'Handley and Margie Kyle.
1: Happy Tuesday, Margie! You're listening to Community Centered. (laughs) I'm your host, Debbie O'Hanley, with my friend, Margie Kyle. Happy Election Day, Margie. That's right. Yes. I was out early this morning. I'm very proud. I voted early. I see that. I have not yet. I am going to do that after this show. Okay. Um, But I was out this morning in Huntersville helping out uh, a friend, and I have to tell you, Lots of patriotic people coming out today, wearing the red, white, and blue. Oh, and star. Yeah. It felt really good. And I know um, the last time we went out there and we helped, there wasn't a whole lot of people coming out. So... Sounds like it's It's, going to be a strong... The early vote
0: was strong. Yeah, yeah. Or it was slow, yeah.
1: I think it's going to be a strong um, election year, and I'm hoping that everything goes the way it should. I saw Mayor Washam last night with the (laughs) lovely Mrs. Mayor, and I'm hoping that everything goes the way that it should in Cornelius as well. So I'm excited about our guest today. Me too. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. He is Christmas every day of the year. Santa, I think we have a special guest today. Santa's brother. Santa's, brother, Santa's, Santa's Irish cousin, I understand. <laughs> I was learning about his name that is Irish, so that is exciting. But tell me, dear friend, how was the wedding this weekend? Oh, it, you know, I froze to death. In Florida? It was Florida? cold, yes.
0: Okay. We were in Vera Beach, and it was very windy. Okay. And then we had rain. Uh, but I have never seen a happier bride or mm-hmm. a happier groom. They just... She said to me the next morning, I never got dinner. I never, I had one bottle of water. They danced and danced and danced and
1: they had a wonderful time. That's awesome. Yeah, You know, it's good to talk about good things in our community these days when we're, when we're, when we have some not so good things that are going on. So we're going to focus, Margie and I, on putting a smile on your face and helping you make some hope happen. So if you want to talk to us, you can call the studio at 844-STUDIO-4 844-788-3464. 844 788 Margie and I are waiting to take your call and our guest today will probably want to share something with our listeners. Um, so if you want to talk to him too, we'll let you give us a call.
0: Neil was on our little smiles board for several years I've... and it's been a wonderful relationship because what he needed that we had that we couldn't use like bikes, typically our kids aren't riding bikes in the hospital. Mm. <laughs> Those usually went to the siblings. Gotcha. Or or Ronald McDonald House. Nice. Um, and so he's got the key and the code to go into our storage and take what he needs, and yeah. it's reciprocal. And it's just been a very—we're both— Here for children.
1: Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. And speaking of storage, I'm your neighbor there. (laughs) I got a new storage yesterday, which actually makes me crazy because it's one of the things we uh, talk about in budgets with our residents about getting rid of your storage. But in our case, it is a much needed thing because we are moving forward with our next build. Yes. And as items come in and folks are so generous to donate them, such as furniture and things, we need a place to store them. Yes, you do. So it makes sense. And um, I'm excited. To get moved in and get settled there, so um, we—I'm your neighbor, and now I understand that Neil is a neighbor there as well. <laughs> so I feel like there's a whole nonprofit thing going on yeah, over there. So you'll start
0: to see Toys for Tots there every day. Awesome! Which it's wonderful because they help move toys in for us. Yeah,
1: I—I'm um, I'm excited to hear about them and to you know learn about possibly partnering with them to understand how the operation works. Um, I know that there's a, they're a big presence in our community. There's lots of places where I'm seeing, um, you know, the, donat- yeah, yeah. the donations for um, Toys for Tots. And so it just, it puts a smile on my face to know that most of the kids in our community are not going out without anything for this That's Christmas. Right. That's right. I think Christmas is about children and we need to teach them what giving is all about. And then we also need to follow through and teach them about gratefulness as well. Right at Hope House, that is a big deal for us. Of understanding that, um, you know, when you're blessed and someone yeah. is generous, you need to make sure that they um, they understand what gratitude looks like. So, big teachable moment for us. So that is exciting. Well, and it's
0: important that they learn how to express their appreciation too. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: The free has no value. No. But what did my good friend Margie teach me?
0: Take the R out of free and charge a fee.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've used that line many a time, that's for sure. So anyway, what else is going on? It's a thousand degrees out today in, in November. Well, I had to come home to get warm. <laughs> Crazy weather, right? I mean, we're you know, I was in um Raleigh for a day last week and it was freezing. Yeah, last week was cold. And, you know, my husband sometimes will call me the princess because I have a one degree temperature difference (laughs) that I'm comfortable at. And I was like, oh my gosh, it just went right through you. And then two days later, it's back up to 80 degrees. I know. Crazy, crazy. But when that sun goes down, you definitely know it is November. (laughs) November for sure. So what else are we going to talk about? Well, how we can all help
0: each other mm. with the holidays coming up. It's the time to give. I think it's going to a be a tough grateful. season. Yes. I think
1: there's a I, lot of uh, hurting families. Yes. And with the economy, there's a lot of folks that are, you know, probably sitting here listening today going, how am I going to afford Christmas? How, how am I going to pull this off? Yeah. So we want to make sure that we get some uh, information to you today on um, how we can make a, it a happy, hopeful Christmas, yes, and put a smile on a child's face. How long have you known Neil? Six years, maybe.
2: Yeah, six, probably six, seven, eight years.
1: Yeah, you know, Neil, when Margie asks you to serve on the Little Smiles board, I'm sure there's not many people that say no to her. Was that did that happen to you?
2: It's very difficult to say no to Margie.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. She, oh, i got to start give, asking for more then.
0: She
2: gives you that look, and you you don't even dare say, no, thank you, I can't fit into my schedule.
1: No, you know, last week we we had a guest on, and we were talking about, um, you know, some of the parties that she does at the hospital, and I was so enthralled with listening. I said, I want to go. I want to be a part of <laughs> Our it. pizza so, party, yeah. My husband said, what are you doing, signing up for another thing? I said, I don't know. You know, when you're a giver, you yeah. just can't help yourself. You want to be able to give in all different well, miss? the first pizza night party we did,
0: a father came up to me and said, "My son can't come to this room for pizza." And I said, "Oh, we're going around to all the rooms." Oh. And he said, "We haven't eaten a meal in days." I'm sure. I took three boxes of pizza with and it said, here. No, oh, take bless. it. Give it to the nurse. She'll freeze it for you or take it home. And he said, we, we're staying here with our son. Aww. So I said, you can always get a piece of pizza now for a couple of days. Marty, so. you
1: seem to be in the right place at the right time for the right family. <clears throat> yeah. I think that that's a, one of your God-given talents to be able to do that. So I know, I think it's next weekend, you and I are going to be at the Peninsula Community Foundation Gala. Yes. And I am looking forward to Spending the evening with you at that night and learning about the good that's happening in our community. So when we come back from our break, we are going to be chatting with Neil. He is with the Marine Corps League and Toys for Tots, and um, uh, we've just learned from Margie that he is Santa's brother. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna find out what that looks like and um, how we can help him. And I know that. Um, you know that's a that's a name that people is synonymous in our community with hope, which is Toys for Tots because we know that there yeah. are children that are going to get some yes. uh, some good Christmas and good smiles out of that. So when we come back, we are going to be chatting with Neil Mulkin. Did I say it right? Yes, what? you did. Neil, mm-hmm. My my Irish brother here, and we're going to learn about Toys for Tots and the Marines. When we come back on Community Center.
0: Welcome back, and I am thrilled to be here with one of the most giving people I know. This room is full of of giving and gratitude. Neil Malkin was on our board of Little Smiles for, I think, about three years. And his wife, Laura, is Mrs. Claus's sister, too. So they both are very giving in the community. And um, what I have enjoyed about the relationship is Little Smiles works through the nurses, and anything those nurses say the kids need, we provide. And so when we hooked up with Neil and Toys for Tots, we worked together because our mission was to help the children. And if I had toys that I couldn't use, Neil would take them for his kids and vice versa, and it really was an amazing relationship. Uh, Neil is the commandant of the Marine Corps League Detachment 1242 and the lead of the local Toys for Tots program. Uh, This is his eighth year in North Mecklenburg, um, but he first got involved in 1975. That's a long commitment. Wow. Long commitment. Yeah. Yeah. What got you started?
2: Well, years ago, I was on active duty in the Marine Corps uh, at a reserve center. Okay. And at the reserve centers, and I'll explain a little bit about the Toys for Tots program, the Marine Corps Reserve are the champions of this program. They were the ones that started. It goes back to 1947, oh. and it started in Los Angeles, California. There was a World War II veteran who was a Marine officer um, who was a member of the Marine Corps Reserve, and they thought um, for christmas they would gather used toys so the program started with used toys and these marines would collect the toys clean them up refurbish the toys and distribute them to needy children in, in the los angeles area then the commandant of the marine corps heard about this program and said it's a terrific program so then the following year he directed that all marine corps reserve centers in the United States would have a Toys for Tots program. So that's how it started. And again, they started by taking used toys and refurbishing them. The program has continued, obviously, for a long time, and is today, uh, this year will be the 76th year of the Toys for Tots program. Wow. And uh, just to give you an example of how it's grown, from those initial 500 toys in Los Angeles, 1947, in 2022, uh, the Toys for Tots program distributed almost 25 million wow. toys, books, and games. Wow. <laughs> and serviced almost 10 million children in both the continental, continental United States, Puerto Rico, and Hawaii. So it's it's grown into a, it's a, it's a very, very significant program. Well
1: done. Yeah, well, well done. done. Yeah.
0: That is unbelievable.
2: So one of the reasons they, they, they wanted to have this program was really twofold. One, uh, to provide... Connection between the Marine Corps and the civic community. It was a, it was intended to be um, an awareness of the, the Marine Corps. People have certainly appreciated the Marine Corps and viewed the Marine Corps as a uh, elite combat organization of our armed forces. But um, the Commandant said, "No, we need to be more tied also to our communities and to be civic oriented." Um, in my discussions with people in the community, I always tell them about Marines have a lifelong obligation. We have a lifelong obligation of service. Yeah. Our Marine Corps League detachment, our motto is we're not done serving, we never will be. So it embraces a lifelong commitment to service, okay? Once a Marine, always a Marine, you heard that. It's, <laughs> it, it's not a trivial little um, gimmick or comment. It, what's embedded in that is a lifelong obligation yes. of service and support to our communities, and brotherhood. And brotherhood. Yeah, part yeah. of it is to keep the traditions of the Marine Corps going,
0: yeah.
2: uh, to have fellow Marines associate with fellow Marines yes. and support our traditions. But what's also embraced in that is community service. So we do a number of different things. Toys for Tots has certainly been one of our major projects. Uh, during the wintertime and the springtime, we have a backpack program for homeless veterans. Okay. And these backpacks are filled with ser- shirts and socks and personal care products that we we provide for uh, homeless veterans. Eagle Scout recognitions when Boy Scouts achieve mm-hmm. the Eagle Scout rank, we we attend their ceremonies. We provide them with a certificate and a gift that recognizes their achievements. Uh, recently, we've adopted a program to help um, veterans and, and even non veterans who might who may need durable uh, medical equipment, wheelchairs, okay. walkers. Wow, that's a huge. Yeah, the, the problem is um, a lot of veterans do not go to the VA. So so some of these things are available through the VA. But again, you have to apply to the VA, and you have to be connected with the VA. And some of these people are not, uh, and in some cases, uh, even rental of durable medical equipment is is beyond their means. Right. Uh, so there's always a need. So th- this is a relatively new program that we started by collecting uh, these items for for veterans. And I've also assisted retired police officers and firemen and EMTs oh, that's and
0: beautiful.
2: people who do good things in our community. So.
0: So if anybody is listening now. And they'd like to donate some of this equipment. What's the best way they should go about it?
2: They can contact the Marine Corps, uh, the Marine Corps League, uh, local detachment 1242 has a website, Okay. so they can reach out to us on the website, or they can call me, uh, and I'll be happy to provide that information. They can call me, and we will we will have, be happy to receive the items, and we will also be happy to uh, go pick, pick up by. the items. Yeah, yeah. sure.
1: Yeah. So Neil, I don't think you're um, Santa's brother. I think you're. <laughs> you have a superhero cape that you 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 got tucked in your green shirt no. there. Yeah,
2: I, I think you're being overly um, uh, accommodating by saying those nice things. Um, it, I think it comes back down to again providing good good service to our community mm-hmm. and all the Marines who are part of our detachment are very, very concerned with that. We volunteer at Angels of Sparrows mm-hmm. uh, as well as other civic organizations. If there's a need and we can do it, we, we will provide the support.
1: Wow, uh, and you're dedicated. Yes.
2: They are, and they, they truly believe in that we have an obligation to literally to the day we die of servicing in our community. Just because you served in the Marine Corps four, five, 10, 12 years, you're not done. You're not off the hook. It's uh, If you truly believe that you are a Marine and you are a Marine for life, then that means you have a continued obligation to be a good citizen in your community.
1: So we have a gentleman in our neighborhood who's 93 years old, who is a retired marine, and he would, to this day, tell you he is very service oriented. He's very loyal to the Hope House and uh, Papa Joe. We love you. That's for <laughs> sure. But um, just wanted to give a shout out to him. And I'm just, I'm just overwhelmed with <clears throat> the really good things that you're doing in our community. If that doesn't sound like hope to me, Margie, I, I, that's right. I can't I even agree. imagine.
0: Um, What's your most popular thing that the kids need right now? So mm-hmm. if somebody's out shopping and they say, I, I've got a box right down the street from me, I want to put something right. special in it. it
2: that, that's a great question. Typically, um, when people think about Toys for Tots, they're thinking about children for ages 4 to 10, mm-hmm. Uh, but but we also need toys for toddlers. We need toddler yes, items. Yes,
0: and teenagers, And we too.
2: also need things for teenagers. Um, there are a number of different uh, parties and events in the community that provide for 12, 13, 14, 15-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angels of Sparrows, when they have their annual holiday party. There's some um, 12, 13, 14-year-olds that come. It's
0: such a hard age. It is. Yeah. But
2: we, we try to, if items are not donated, we use some of our funds to purchase the items. Okay. So we'll, we'll buy items appropriate for teenage girls, teenage boys, uh, to make sure that they have something, too. I, I don't want to leave anybody out. But typically, um, when people think of Toys for Tots, it's, it's the traditional toys that children get. That's right. Ages 4 to 10. And uh, they're not thinking of the teenagers, but we do.
0: Yeah. We think good. about
2: them. And the babies too. And the babies, and we think about the babies' toddler toys.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, and I was—we were just talking about mm-hmm. when Debbie, when we first started the radio show, had a need for baby furniture and baby clothes. And by the time I got home,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we had that baby
1: furnished, totally furnished. And I'm still getting requests and emails for people, and I can drop off baby clothes. We're like, we're good. We're good. We got
0: this. <laughs> we're, we're right you now you have a storage unit. You could take some
2: more. Yes. We're, we're very fortunate, I think, because we live in a community where people do want to help others. And, and yes. they want to uh, assist others. And they recognize that there is a need. Mm-hmm. And, and we have a lot of people who want to help. Part of the challenge is where are those avenues of distribution? Right. Where What are those needs? H- how can I help out? Where yeah. can I donate? Yes. Where can I do these things? So a lot of times it's a matter of of education, letting individuals know what services are available or what organizations are available that they can contribute to. Um, One of the things I would hope that um, contributions and and support is is throughout the year. During the Christmas and Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. holidays, unfortunately, people are very, very generous, almost over generous, and sometimes you get almost too much, and then it dries up throughout the year. Well, that's why we're here. And that's why in our communities we need help and we need support, and there's families that need help throughout the year, not just at yeah, Christmas that's time. That's right. Mm-hmm. Christmas is important, but it's, that's, uh, that's only one stop in the year. Yeah. We have other needs that we have to support.
0: That's why we try to be Christmas every day of the year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, so those nurses can come to the storage unit and take 200 toys. And I say the same thing to the firemen and the policemen. Take a bag of toys. Mm -hmm. If you have to go to an accident and there's a child scared, hurting, you can give him something or her something to detour what they're going through.
2: Our our program um, does not necessarily have a cutoff. Uh, We will have toys available right up through Christmas. A couple years ago, I had a call from a local police department. There was a house fire on Christmas Eve, and they Mm -hmm. wanted to know if there was toys available Christmas Eve, and at 11 o'clock, I met them.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: To ensure that those children salvage some part of a Christmas. Yeah. So we don't. That's uh, what it's all about. We don't shut down. No. We have toys and we're available right up through Christmas.
1: Yeah. We moved a family in at Christmas uh, two years ago to Christmas Eve, a mom and her eight year old and her 13 year old. And it was probably one of the highlights of my career to see the families uh, in the main house say to this mom and her children, don't worry, we've got Christmas. We've got so much here. We'll share it with you. So they took their gifts that they were waiting for them under the tree and shared it with this mom and her tree. And I'm telling you, that's Christmas that's for right. me. That's right. When you see that or you hear those kind of acts, that's what Christmas is all about. Yeah, it is. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, awesome. Well, we're, we're going to come back here uh, from a break in about 30 seconds, and um, we're going to talk a little bit more with Neil and find out more about his superhero cape that he wears and all the amazing things (laughs) that he does for Toys for Tots. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'm just really so grateful. Before we go, I just want to say how um, hopeful you're making me feel with all this good news today. Because we needed to hear that, right? Yes, we sure did. Absolutely. And don't forget, it's election day. So get out there and vote, vote, vote. You're listening to Community Centered. I'm your host, Debbie O'Hanley, with my co-host, Margie Kyle, founder of Little Smiles, North Carolina. We are here listening to Neil Mulkeen, hoorah, a Marine, (laughs) who is a superhero in our community talking about all the wonderful things that Toys for Tots does, and um, he volunteers at Angels and Sparrows, and he's looking for some durable medical equipment that if you have that to donate, you can call the studio at 844-STUDIO-4 or 844-788-3464 if you want to talk to Neil, or if you want to talk to Margie, or if you want to talk to me. We're here to listen, and we're here to make hope happen and put a smile on your face. Right, Margie? Absolutely. How are we doing that today? Um, By figuring out... What's the best way for
0: people to help? And my question to Neil would be, okay, I know the boxes are coming out soon. I wanna donate, but what toys don't you want donated?
2: That's a good question. Um, Toys look like guns.
0: okay Toy guns um,
2: are are a problem. They really are, and we don't want those. And, And the foundation encourages us to discourage people from donating those. Uh, it's really not a, a restriction on a lot of other toys, but they have. First of all, they have to be new toys. We're ideally looking okay. for new toys. Yes, we do. Too. Um, broken toys, dirty toys, unhealthy toys doesn't work. Yeah. Um, I have uh, PetSmart is um, a, a wonderful organization. They give they donate us brand new, clean stuffed animals, so that we know they're they're they're, they're good. And to go. you
0: donated a whole bunch of leftover ones to Little Smiles one yeah. year. Yeah.
2: So so used. Um, Stuffed animals are a little bit of concern for us because of health reasons. So right. We're very, very concerned about making sure that the, the, the toys are clean. Uh, ideally, they're they're in their original package for the right. children.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, they don't have to be wrapped. We don't have them wrapped because we want children to be well,
0: able to pick Well, you want to see what it is. <laughs> right. The
2: child wants to be able to pick the, the, the toy.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, but it, really, the uh, toy guns is probably really the only restriction okay. that, that we uh, that we have. Um, bikes, we can always use bikes and scooters yeah. because there's always we usually a need, give you a lot a need of those. for that. So yeah. there's, there's always a need. We try to distribute that. What
0: about those. technology?
2: Um, technology is hard because a lot of times it requires extra equipment or, or things that require batteries. A lot of these families don't have the money to buy batteries. Okay. And Good so, point. So toys that require batteries only cause the complications. Once the batteries mm-hmm. die, a lot of these children's and their families don't have the money to replace the batteries. So oh,
0: okay.
2: that's probably yeah. a, another thing that probably is, it, it looks like a good intention, but, yeah. it, but it actually creates a problem in the long run. Wow. Yeah,
1: so. One thing, if I can interject at Hope House, um, space is at a premium. So sometimes super large toys can be a little bit inconvenient. Because, like the monkey I gave yeah. you? Well, no. but so we make an <laughs> exception for the monkey, um, our sweet, sweet monkey. But, um, you know, really, really large monster truck type things, they're they're great, but the kids don't really have room for them or they don't um, fit easily in, That's a good point. in their small, small a good little point. spaces that they have. So where... Where could someone find the boxes? I know, you know, you're out there and you yeah, see them, right? Yeah. Toys for Tots box. Where are they?
2: Um, they're in a variety of different places. One of the, in the uh, Huntersville, Cornelius area in particular, the realtors are, are one of my principal supporters in oh, wow. the program. Okay. They do a terrific job. And their buildings usually have signs and vinyl wrap toys for tots, so they're pretty visible. Um there, our boxes are out. You'll 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 see them. Okay. And uh, if, and if people, they can always also call me, and, and ask where the, the boxes are. But they're fairly visible in, in the should, community. Should we
1: give them your number, Neil? Sure. Okay. Sure. You want to give it to
2: them? Sure. It's 704-576-0343. <laughs> okay. Give me a call. I'll be happy to tell you where our boxes are.
1: And you you probably recognize the the red choo choo train, right? Isn't oh, that? That's yes, what I'm Yes, the red choo choo train. You yes. know
2: you, you know where that comes from? No. Oh, let me tell you about that. That's a donation from Walt Disney. That is the registered trademark of the Toys for Tots program. Early in the Marine Corps' uh, involvement with Toys for Tots, they reached out to notable individuals, okay. actors, and, and support people to give it some Some drive. Yeah. Uh, One of the key supporters was Walt Disney. So Walt Disney said, I will will design you your logo. So that official logo, people can't just use that. That's a trademark. That is
1: awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: a trademark. But that's a a
1: What a a
0: beautiful person to
2: do it. Yeah. That's a Walt Disney uh, creation. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Leave and it to
2: Disney. Yeah. Put a smile on your face, right? It's been our logo for, for forever. Probably we will because people see it and they say, oh, Toys for Tots is a little train. Yeah. little red train. Walt Disney designed that.
0: Well, I know my oldest grandson met you was in the, when he was just starting in the Marines. Mm-hmm. And he now still works for Toys for Tots.
2: So Man. tell us. Tell there, us. Are, there are people who, um, our program is, is kind of limited locally, because again, it, it, I have a limited number of volunteers, and it's basically a program for November and December, and then we have to shut it down. I, I don't have the, uh, the the manpower to sustain it. However, there are organizations in the United States that all year long, they operate it all year long. Yeah. The largest Toys for Tots program in the United States is San Diego. Okay. And number two is Atlanta. Uh, massive mm-hmm. programs, massive. We're talking about millions of toys. Really? Oh yeah, lots, lots of toys. They're, they're very, very big programs, um, but they have the 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 manpower and they have the mm-hmm. logistics and the warehousing and all that stuff to do it throughout the year. So they're they're equipped to do a few things. Well, uh, just
0: to make a child feel normal and happy for one day. Absolutely. Mm, yeah. and,
2: and it happens. I'll give you a quick story. There is a uh, annual holiday party that we provide the toys for. And children come in and we have Santa Claus there and they get to pick uh, toys. So each year we try to provide the child with three, a pick of a choice of three toys, okay. plus a stuffed animal, plus a lunch and some other small things. Little boy came in. He was eight or nine years old. And he said, do I get a toy? I said, no, you get three toys. And his face lit up. He said, wow, three toys. He said, that's great because there's two boys who live on my street and they never get anything for Christmas. Aww. I'm going to get something for them. I'll yeah. tell you what, you could have knocked me over with a I feather. know, I you know? know. And I was standing to, next to one of, my, one of my other Marine friends, and I said, who's going to start crying first, you or me, right? So, Here's two old, crusty Marines. <laughs> this little boy <laughs> just made our day. Absolutely. And he he let us know. And and you, it comes back in different ways. I'll give you another quick story. There was a woman who came in who donated toys, brought in a big bag of toys, and explained to her daughter that a number of years ago she was unemployed, uh, I, I think almost homeless, and the Toys for Tots program assisted her and her children. So what she was saying to her daughter was now it's time for us to pay them back. Yeah, so what a people beautiful remember, story. people yeah. remember yeah. how these programs have helped them and then when they're able to continue uh, get on their feet and get going, a lot of them remember. Mm-hmm. And uh, and again it's two of my favorite stories over the years. Yeah. And, but it shows you the the concern and generosity. And we've had many young teenage children Say to their parents, I don't want anything for Christmas. I'd rather you purchase toys for these other children. And I think that's that's outstanding. That, just, that
0: is beautiful. Yeah,
2: for, for 12, 13, 14, 15 year olds yeah. to be that unselfish that's is right. just remarkable. Yeah.
1: We often get that at Hope House. This is a time of year where people reach out and will say that. You know, our family this year decided that, you know, together we wanted to donate to the Hope House. What do the children need? And it's just so heartwarming. To be on the receiving end of such yeah. generosity and I remember and the one
0: year when we had just moved to Vancouver, B.C. And I sat down with the kids because we had left our foster daughter in California. And I said to the kids, what do you want to do? And they said, we want to get another child <laughs> that won't have Christmas and just have them for the day. And that's what we did. Oh, yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's terrific. That, yeah.
0: is, that is great. So, but I think if you ask your kids, yeah. how, how can they help? What would you mm-hmm. think another child that's hurting would like, and mm-hmm. let them be part of it? That's a great education it for sure. Them.
1: Is that's a book? Great. They still talk one, about
0: it. that. You know that one Christmas. That's incredible. Yeah.
1: I think that makes for all of us on the receiving end of, you know, trying to facilitate this. All of the hours, the manpower, yeah. the effort that we put forth—that is the one moment where it make all makes sense and it well, matters.
2: So all the volunteers who I who I work with, associate with it. it Sometimes they frown, and sometimes they get a mm-hmm. little tired, and, and they rightfully so, because they work hard. And I said, remember, it's all about the children.
1: That's right. Yeah. It's about the
2: children. Not about us. Mm-hmm. It's about the children. And when you see the reaction on their faces, for example, when Angels and Sparrows has their holiday party, we get to see these children. You get mm. to see the reaction on their face. Yeah. They walk in the door, and there's Santa Claus there, and they're excited, and they're excited to to, to, to be able to pick toys that they would, normally would not have. Yeah. And, and to, to, to see... Just the, the yeah. excitement, enthusiasm—it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's great. I, I remember it every year as almost like it happened yesterday. It was, it's terrific. Why
1: can't it be Christmas every day? Neil? I wish
2: it was. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was for these kids. It uh, is
1: for us.
2: But but you know Some organizations want to have almost like Christmas. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a Christmas toy, but it's other support throughout the year. It could be clothing, it could be food. Uh, you know, there's tremendous needs to go beyond Christmas. So uh,
1: absolutely, and, and when and you see
2: some of these children and uh, providing you know, for them, it, it's uh, it's 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 excellent. But yeah. there are there are needs throughout the year. Christmas mm-hmm. is all, again only one part of.
1: When we come back, we're going to learn more about how we can help <laughs> make hope happen all year long. Welcome back. You're listening to Community Centered on 105.9 FM. I'm your host, Debbie O'Hanley, with my friend Margie Kyle. We are listening to Neil Mulkeen. He gave his phone number out in the last segment, uh, 704 576 0343, for you to get in touch with him to learn more about Toys for Tots, on how you can donate. How you can, um, if you have some medical equipment to donate, mm-hmm. and what was the third thing? Lots of new toys. New Lots of new toys. toys. We, we, you know, we were talking during the break, and um, Margie yeah. asked Neil about money, monetary donations, and Neil said it's actually easier. To, to get, get the actual toys. toy, <laughs> um, because you know manpower—that means you don't have to go to the store and shop for it, and you can um, you just get the toy fastest and quickest to where it needs to go.
2: That absolutely works the best. Years ago, when Toys Are Us were still around, oh yeah, if people remember that, they had a partnership with the Toys for Tots program. They would allow us in the store before it opened to the public, where we could do our bulk <laughs> buying. And they had a great uh, program based on how much you would spend. They would give you a credit. I remember the one time we spent a fair amount of money and they rang up everything and said, okay, great, based on what you purchased, you now have another $1,000. So oh. we went back to the store
0: yeah.
2: and bought another $1,000 worth of, worth of toys. Um, unfortunately, they're not in, in business, which, which is we, we then have to That's go. why
0: we stole their name and where smiles are us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> But there are local stores, quite frankly. I don't give too much credit to a lot of stores, but there are a few stores locally that are really great. Target Store is terrific. Yeah, yeah. Target Store, first of all, we are a 501c3 nonprofit, Uh, so we are tax-exempt. But even with that, they give us extra things. Target Store, the managers there, uh, in addition to honoring our 501c3 status, also give us extra perks and take additional discounts, and they've been terrific, not only for the Toys for Tots program, but also for the backpack program for homeless veterans. Oh, that's That's wonderful. where I buy all the components. Okay. Our backpacks are filled with socks and T-shirts and personal care products. All of that stuff, I buy at Target store. And they give us a discount, and they give us additional help. Uh, so I, I have to give them credit because they, they do a terrific job. Okay. Um, at Christmas time, we have a local gentleman. Every year buys 40 bicycles. Out of his own pocket, wow! He goes to Target, he orders from Target, and we go pick them up, and we load up the forty bikes, and he takes out his credit card and he pays for the bikes. Wow! So talk about local.
0: Well, and concern. one of your Marines too came to our store storage unit, Smiles or Us, and saw that we were out of baby blankets, so yes, he bought yes. out Walmart. I he
2: think he did. It was. He did buy out a Walmart. Yeah, I'll tell you that story. He went to a local Walmart uh, down by Camp Lejeune, down in Jacksonville. And he asked the manager, do you have any of these baby blankets? And he said, well, uh, I have so many on the floor. He said, no, no, no. How many do you have in the store? He said, well, I have all of these in the warehouse. He said, good. I'll buy them all.
0: Yeah. Wow. I
2: think you had maybe uh, two years, maybe three years. Worth three of, years. Worth of blankets. Yeah, which was he, amazing. And wow. personal, yeah, he went and paid again, paid out of his own pocket, yeah, too. Uh, yeah.
1: How do you think the toys have changed over the years? What have you seen change? Um,
2: you know, it's kind of interesting. Children. Everybody thinks all children only want high-tech electronic toys. Board games. Mm-hmm. Kids still like. Board well, they games. love mm-hmm. it, and, and they're and very they love popular. Uno. Yes, and yes, they love Uno, and a lot of the older traditional toy box toy uh, games are, are very popular. Yeah. they like them. They like them.
1: That's awesome. Um, I, I've, I think I've seen some Fisher Price things that are coming back around. That my well, just look at how Barbie's kids, changed. Barbie. I bet she's <laughs> she's camp. gonna be a popular uh, item yeah. this, this yeah. Christmas. Season. Well, a lot of
2: things have a cycle, and uh, there's there's a window of that particular product, and, and it kind of closes and goes away for a couple of years, and then it opens up again. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to see some of the children who really like the board games. I did a. Um, another charity event a couple couple weeks ago is our church did a uh clothing uh coat event we we provide coats and and blankets one day a year for families and this little girl came in at the end of the day she was hoping because they also donate some some used toys there was a box game that she wanted so we we told at the end of the day whatever's left over you can come back Little girl came back, she was so excited because the box game was there. It's there, it's there. She came over and showed it to me. It's there, it's there. And so some of these toys, even though they've been around for a long time, the, yeah. kid, the kids like them. Yeah. The kids like them. Again, as I mentioned, um, the challenge is electronic toys and some of the other stuff. You have to have more sophisticated equipment. Yeah. Or so you have to yeah. have batteries. And for a lot of these children, it's uh, if a family's trying to put food on the table, they're not buying. That's right. Electronics. Yeah. They're not buying batteries. Mm-hmm. It's that's the, the sad reality to, to a lot. Batteries
1: of that. are expensive. They are. They yeah. Are. They yeah. Are. It's one of the donated items we request at Hope House because of that reason that they're expensive and number two, they go in all the games. Yeah. <laughs> and all the ba- uh, donated toys that Absolutely. we get. So yeah. we
0: when we do have time and a child that is well enough to come to our storage, unit, we give them a bag and say you cannot leave till it's full. And I'll never forget uh, Jim Cooper. And mm-hmm. we had Jim on our show and he said, that's, you're giving too much. I said, have you ever told a child they can only have one toy in a yeah. toy store? <laughs> I don't want to be here all year. There's
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. never, there's never too much. And again, some of these children, quite frankly, that may be the only. They're bad.
0: taking for their friends yes, too.
2: Yes. And, and many times they've, they've never had these toys. So yeah. it's a, it's, it's a grand experience for them.
1: Yeah. You know, sometimes at Hope House we talk to other children and um we always ask the question, you know, if you if you had to be homeless tonight, what would you put in your backpack? Yeah. And the answers are my Xbox game, my bike, my th-. You're like, you have just a backpack to bring with you to the next place. What do you so then they're like, Well, maybe I need a toothbrush, maybe yeah. I need a blanket. Like then they get you know, they get to it, but toys for some children, equal home.
0: Yes. Yeah. And, when you don't,
1: yeah. and when you don't have a toy or a home, it's devastating to know that these kids are sacrificing and going without that. So I just want to honor you and, and give you thanks for what you do in this community for our children on behalf yes. of someone who yeah. services over 55 kids a year at the Hope House. I know that um, I've seen kids go without, but I've also seen them get plenty when they're there because of the generosity of our community and folks like Margie who say to me, come to the storage and, you know, fill up and get what you need for the children. So I just know that I'm on the receiving end of that. And I'm super delighted to have had you as a guest today to learn about all the great things that you're doing, not only through the work that you're doing with Toys for Tots, but Angels and Sparrows, a great partner of ours.
2: One of the questions I always get is, do you think um, the system is being abused or people Mm. are taking advantage of it? And you know, like like any situation, I'm sure there's a small percentage that that are, but for the most part, the answer is no. And I tell people the, the children who need these toys, need these things are are truly genuine. Yeah. Um. There, there's there's not a lot of um, abuse of it. Um. And and so I'm confident. I'm confident. And that's why I also what when, when I work with the police departments and civic organizations and churches, uh, I have to trust them, and I do that they are. Um, Doing the right thing and they're, yeah. they're vetting the families and truly the children who need these things are getting those things. So I, I have I have 100% confidence that it's, it's all being handled properly and uh, it's not being abused. I will tell you one other thing about the, uh, the Toys for Tots program. 98% of the value that they receive, whether it's a cash donation, toys, whatever it may be, um, goes out. Only 2% of their overhead is, is used for the boxes, the, the brochures, the advertisement.
1: So you don't yeah. take a salary, Neil.
2: Oh, no, no, no. And, <laughs> and, and, and all the people who support the program are volunteers. Now, there is a small group of individuals at Quantico, Virginia, because uh, it's a big program. They have to have a couple of professionals. Their salary is paid out of a trust fund. There was a woman years ago who loved Toys for Tots. She would give lots of money. And when she passed away, she willed her estate the Toys for Tots Foundation, Wow, that's what pays their salary. So all the money that comes into the Toys for Tots program goes out to help people. 98% of every dollar of value goes back out.
1: I have learned yeah. a tremendous amount yeah. today. And that's you have we do too. restored my faith in humanity on this day <laughs> to know that, you know what, there are going to be some smiles and lots of hope in our community because of Toys for Tots. And I want to thank you again for the work that you do. I know it's not easy coordinating all of this. And when you retire, you've got to come back to Little Smiles Board. (laughs) (laughs) I wish you could have just seen his face. (laughs) The
2: the challenge we all have with volunteer organizations, there's so much you can do. and You just run, you flat run out of time. Yeah, you do. You have to pick and choose. You have to pick and choose because you can't do it all. But there is opportunities for people to volunteer. There is opportunities in our community where people can make a difference particularly with families and children who do need the help. Yep. And when you know you're doing that, you'll 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 sleep better at night.
0: Yeah, you sure do.
1: Yeah, if you're feeling... We've talked about this before, haven't we, Margie? If you're feeling bad about anything that you've got going <laughs> on, if you would just donate or volunteer right. to a non-for-profit in your organization, yep. if you're choosing, right? I'm yep. not soliciting Hope House. I mean, you know you're not soliciting Little Smiles. Wherever you want to land... it it, nothing feels better to know that you've made hope happen and that you've given of your your time and your effort children don't ask for much and and folks that are in a crisis are asking for one thing that you hold the hope that they're going to get through it and and can manage and um all of the other stuff is just sweet stuff
2: yeah debbie that's a great point i would encourage people not only to volunteer but pick something that you can relate to something that's meaningful to you something that you can say you know what I like that. Uh, and people do better at the things that they like to do. Well, absolutely. Um, you know, it, we, we as humans, we we hate to do things that are forced upon us. Mm-hmm. But if we get to choose what we want to do, generally it, it happens with a lot of enthusiasm. So I would encourage people, you know, pick something you can relate to. Pick yeah. something you think you really want to, you know, put in that kind of effort. And again, it, it, it'll be it, it'll it'll be a benefit not only to the individual volunteers but the recipients of those of those hours.
0: Well, and I just, I spent a year in the hospital when I was 16, and I know what it's like to be a child in the hospital.
1: Neil, we want to thank you. You've been a great interview today. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for having
0: me. <laughs> okay.
1: I'm not sure what happened. Well, that
2: was fun. Wasn't it fun? It was fun.
1: We're, we're fun, Mark. Yes. <laughs>